We pray for more of your presence, to be more aware of your presence, to be more aware of what you're doing, what you're saying, what, how you're moving, Holy Spirit. Lord, we want to love you more, to give you more of our love. Hallelujah. And we want to be able to receive more, Lord, increase our capacity. Hallelujah. Lord, if there's walls, we ask you to break them down. We don't want walls in our heart. We don't want hard places. We ask you to wash away anything, anything that would keep Holy Spirit from doing everything He wants to do in our lives. Lord, we don't want to limit the Holy One of Israel in any way in our lives or in the move of God in Alabama. Lord, we don't want to limit what you can do in somebody else's life. We want to be right where you want. We want to be right in the center of your will. So thank you, Lord, for helping us grow, helping us uh, just, just come into a higher place, Lord. Hallelujah. We don't have to understand or figure it all out, Lord. We're willing to just be believers. Yes. And to just trust. We trust, Lord. Say, I trust. Tell the Lord you trust. I trust you. I trust you, Lord. Yes. Yes. Open up our hearts. Give you access. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord God, hallelujah. Amen. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Well, another thing, not only do we trust Him with our lives, but we trust Him that what we've asked for is going to happen. Amen. It is going to happen. Hallelujah. So everybody hug somebody tonight. Tell them you're glad they're here. Hallelujah. Well, glory. Amen. Are you all glad to be here as I am tonight? I'm very glad. Hallelujah. Like to be with the saints, like to come to church. Uh, Billy Brim says, I'm churchy. Hallelujah. That doesn't mean religious. That means just liking to go to church. Hallelujah. I'm churchy. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Uh, I want to talk tonight about waiting on the Lord. I don't want to talk long because I want us to wait on the Lord tonight. Just practice a little, okay? Okay. Hallelujah. You may have to help us. <laughs> this is not something that we're really, especially corporately, that experienced with is waiting on. But I, uh, a scripture this week, um, let me see if I can find that. Yeah. Acts 1, if you'd turn over there in verse 14. I might have to get the Amplified Bible because I think I was reading in the Amplified when this scripture jumped out at me. Anita's just helping me tonight. <laughs> she just, thank you, I appreciate it. I'll read it from the Amplified since that's what I was reading. Uh, Acts one fourteen said, And all of these with their minds in full agreement devoted themselves steadfastly to prayer, waiting together, waiting together. And that waiting together jumped out at me. And we know we're talking about in the upper room. Hallelujah. And they're waiting on the out for the Holy Spirit or the promise of the Father is specifically what Jesus said. The promise of the Father to be given. And, uh, and it said, waiting together. 
And I thought that was so powerful when it jumped out at me. And I just had this unction at that point that we needed to wait on the Lord. But, hallelujah, I spent two days yesterday and today uh, trying to, I guess I'm slow or something, but I spent two days trying to figure out what we were supposed to do tonight. <laughs> hallelujah. I kind of had two or three ways to go. And I, I, I was like, okay, I don't know, you know, what it is we're supposed to do. But when it came down to it, here's how I made the decision, was we spent four weeks, we've had the last four weeks having a teaching on the Holy Ghost. And it, I'm telling you, it blessed me immensely. Uh, not that I learned anything that it surprised me. I didn't, I didn't hear anything that went, oh, I never thought of that, or surprised me. But I don't know, somehow it just did a work in me. I just... I cannot tell you how big a work that it did in my life just to be refreshed in the person of the Holy Ghost, how powerful He is, how mighty He is, how awesome, and how just in every part of everything God does, the Holy Ghost is there. Uh, <clears throat> and so uh, I wanted to say this too tonight. i just get this out there. But there's three things, because they all kind of flow together. There's three things that have been on my heart in the last six weeks. The first one is being a lifestyle praiser. I've told you that about how I knew God was calling me to be a lifestyle praiser. That is not as easy as it sounds. I have no problem getting up in the morning and praising God and spending time praising the Lord. But to be a all day, every day praising God... Praiser has been, you know, I, I, I ought to be honest, I go off on my merry way and, you know, I think about the Lord, but I'm just not got these praises rolling out of my mouth all the time that I want to have. And so, and then secondly, another thing that's been on my heart, and I preached on this while Pastor was gone to Foster's, but the names of God, uh, and that was something back in the early 80s that we studied the what is it, seven Hebrew compound names of God, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nissi, so forth. But I have actually delved in there deeper and also found other names of God and how that has blessed me. I'm just, it is just, and it, one of the things I've figured out where praise is concerned is that praise is when we uh, decree and talk about His character. We we uh, praise Him for the care, His character, His nature. Well, His names reveal His character and nature. So that's been a help in that area. And then the third thing has been just having an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Having a, an encounter. The teaching on the Holy Spirit just really fired up my hunger even greater. I've been you know, seeking these things for some time, as you know. And we do that in church and we pray in church, but just really wanting an encounter with the Holy Spirit. And Eric said uh, we could live without it, but I said no. That's the only thing I said, no, no. We can't live without it. Now, I will agree that five years ago, we probably could have lived without it. Even maybe three years ago. We could have lived without an encounter with Holy Ghost, but I know too much now. I've learned too much. I've seen too much. I can't live without a, a you know, I, I, and I'm overdue. I, I, Debbie Billings, and you probably are too, am overdue 
for a big encounter with the Holy Ghost. Now, I've had some little encounters along the way, but you know, the big encounters, I got saved, that was a big encounter. I got baptized in the Holy Ghost in 1980, and then we've had some medium-sized encounters since then that got us rearranged to the other side of the country and, and other things. Um, but I'm overdue to just get... Uh, 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 of, to have this encounter. And Eric said this, and I, I this two things really impacted me that he said more than others. Now, I've been over my notes and studying this, but he said we are headed towards one life-changing, course-altering event. Hallelujah. And I'm saying an encounter. I, I, I assume that's what he was talking about, an encounter with the Holy Ghost. Say, so say this with me. I am headed, I am headed. towards one life-changing Course altering encounter with the Holy Ghost. So if not tonight, then I, it, I'm, I'm headed towards it. Hallelujah. And it may take me three mini encounters to get enough whatever to have that, you know, sometimes. <laughs> Hallelujah. God's got to give you some little before He can give you the big. Hallelujah. Some of you don't. Oh, I'll tell you what. Everybody hit yourself right there and say, get happy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Fire up. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Shake it off. Shake it off. Thank you, Lord. Uh, uh, and then another thing, and this is what helped me make my decision tonight about where to go, as Eric has said, one of the things he said was it means so much to Holy Spirit to be honored. And I just could not bear the thought of taking four weeks to talk about the Holy Ghost and then just moving on with some teaching tonight. Not that all the teachings aren't good and the Word of God's good, but I wanted to give focus to the Holy Ghost again tonight. I just, I just couldn't. I felt like I was going to hurt the Holy Ghost's feelings if we just moved on and said, oh, that was good, and, and just went to the next thing. So uh, tonight we're going to wait on the Lord. But I just uh, kind of fill you in a little bit first. I began to kind of search and study about, well, okay, I need to tell everybody what waiting on the Lord means. I need a definition. And I found that there was not one that I could find out there of a de definition of waiting on the Holy Ghost. When I looked up online, and when we have online now to look up stuff, when I looked up online waiting on the Lord, everybody that I saw mention waiting on the Lord, they mentioned it in the sense of, well, you've prayed, you've believed, now you're standing in faith, you're waiting on the Lord. And I knew that wasn't kind of waiting on the Lord that God was talking about. Hallelujah. Although we do have to do that sometimes. And I saw so tonight I'll tell you a couple of things that waiting is not. And waiting on the Lord is not praying. It's not like asking, supplication, intercession. That's not what waiting on the Lord is. And waiting on the Lord is not praising. Although we have a, you know, our heart should have an attitude of praise. Our heart should be prayerful in our attitude. I mean, but it's not those things. It's not singing. It's not speaking praise out of our mouth. And it's not praying in tongues. Waiting on the Lord is none of those things. Um, waiting on the Lord is really, if you just want to get down to it, means getting in His presence. And there's other ways. I mean, there's ways to get in His presence, but this is a 
Get in his presence. And I'm going to tell you some of the things it looks like. And of course, we can't put a God in a box and, you know, if this is, if it looks somewhat different from your perspective, but it looks, it, here's how it looks to me. It's to be quiet before the Lord. Waiting on the Lord is to be quiet before the Lord. It's, it's to look. It's to look in the Spirit. It's to watch. And I, some of these definitions I got from looking up the word wait in the Hebrew in Strong's Concordance. It's to watch. Now, I remembered how the old-timers, remember how the old-timers would have what they called the watch of the Lord? You ever heard anybody say the watch of the Lord? I've read that in old-time old time books and stuff. And I think they get that from Habakkuk 2.1 where it says, I will, I will stand me upon my post and I will watch and see what the Lord will say. I think that's interesting too. I watch and see, see what the Lord will say. Hallelujah. Well, because God speaks in pictures a, a lot of the time. So it is a watch. It's to expect. It means to linger. You can't wait on the Lord in two or three minutes. You know, you can't wait on the Lord fast. It's like, hurry up, God, hurry up. Come on, come on, come on, come on. And we have a, a very fast society, so... You know, we kind of have to make that adjustment when we get in His presence of He wants us to settle down, be still, and wait on Him. I know, you know, McDonald's is pretty fast, but I got in the line the other day, and I was just, they were taking a, they were being slow. And it's like, boy, I tell you, I have gotten this fastness of everything has to move fast, and hallelujah on me, so... You have to shake that off when you get to go into the presence of the Lord. It's to listen, but it's not trying to hear. Because I find when I'm trying to hear, I start stressing and straining, trying to hear, okay, God, what are you saying? I need to hear from you. It's not that kind of listening. It's just, it's just, uh, it's just uh, being open to God speaking and being, I'm going to be there if you speak, and I'm, I will hear it if you speak. Hallelujah. It means to long for. It's a pursuit. It's a seeking. And it's a waiting for Holy Spirit to show up. Hallelujah. And how will you know if He shows up? I, you'll just know. And if He doesn't show up, you still got something. I mean, if He doesn't show up so that you tangibly know He showed up, you still got something. You may just got a lesson in slowing down like I need to. Hallelujah. Um, Acts 1-4, I mentioned that earlier, but in Acts 1-4 when Jesus told them to go to the upper room, He said, And while being in their company and eating at the table with them, He commanded them not to leave Jerusalem to wait, but to wait for what the Father had promised, to wait for the promise of the Father, of which He said, You have heard me speak. So wait for the promise of the Father. When I thought about that, I thought, well, you know, they were promised this, this first outpouring of the Spirit. Actually, the promise was that uh, it was given when John the Baptist said, uh, uh, I baptize you with water, but there's one coming after me that will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And so that's the promise of the Father. And he told them to wait for the promise of the Father. But I... Uh, uh, 
verse 5, John baptized with water, but not many days from now, you shall be baptized with, placed in, and introduced into the Holy Spirit. It, notice he didn't tell them they were going to get a baptism of fire. Although John had said he's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. It, it, he didn't, Jesus didn't say they were going to get that at that time. They were just going to get a baptism of the Holy Ghost. And he said it was going to be an introduction to the Holy Ghost. I would say getting baptized in the Spirit, as we all mostly have been in this room, uh, and if you haven't, we'll get that tonight. If you, if you so desire, and he so desires, and I know he does, is, uh, uh, but he said, I believe it's just an introduction. It's just an introduction to the life of the Spirit. And so many people counted it as a destination. You say, well, are you, did you, are you baptized in the Holy Ghost? Yeah, I got baptized in 1942. And, you know, they hadn't had an encounter with the Holy Ghost since. I tell you what, we're overdue in this room for the, I just, to just get blasted. I'm just asking God to, to, uh, to, to just whack y'all. Y'all, whack them, Lord. <laughs> Amen. Me too. I'm asking him to whack me too. I just thought that'd get your attention. <laughs> so anyway, uh, and pa Patricia King says, and you know, I don't know if this is right, but you know, it could be. She says that we ought, we need to contend and be asking for that baptism of fire because it's still yet to come. And, and I know that some people have had a baptism of fire. We know that Eric gave us some examples of people that had had big experiences with the Holy Ghost and, and then they, and they burned with fire from then on. Hallelujah. But that could, that was kind of, you know, it was more of a sprinkling, kind of like, you know what I'm saying, where God, uh, God sends forerunners. Hallelujah. It's time for all of us, the whole church. Hallelujah. My, I thought I started playing music. And I knew that was a sign. <laughs> when music starts coming out of the inside of you, that, that is a sign. Hallelujah. Praise God. Okay, so where was I? What was I talking about? The baptism of fire. It's time for the whole body of Christ, at least the believing true believers, remnant ones, hallelujah, to have a baptism of fire. Amen. If we don't, this world's going to go to hell in a handbasket. Yes. If we don't have an awakening and a baptism of fire is what it's going to take to have an awakening. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I, that's right. Hallelujah. I'm, hallelujah. I, thank you, Lord. And so this waiting on the Lord is also being sensitive to the slightest move or touch of the Holy Ghost. So while we wait tonight, I want you to be sensitive to what the... You know how we learn this in where, it's, where ministering healing is concerned. We learn to watch for what the Holy Ghost might be doing in someone's body. And you know, we learned if their eyes start fluttering or if they start shaking or they start sweating, you know... Uh, that that's a, that God's moving on their body, or if they say, "Man, I'm getting hot," or "I feel heat in my body," that that's Holy Ghost moving in their body. So you watch and uh, be sensitive to the slightest move of the Holy Ghost, and be grateful and thankful for everything we get. Hallelujah! No matter it's raining in our services every week, 
uh, we may not have a downpour every time, but we need to be thankful for what we have so that God gives us more. And if we don't sense anything happening, then we, we've honored God by waiting, and He is blessed by uh, that. Uh, Heidi Baker said, uh, we've honored God, we've loved on Him. Here's what she said. I was listening to her at one of her sermons, and it said, uh, fruit comes from loving on Jesus. And he, she said, oh, how we've strived to bear fruit other ways. And I know I have. I've, I mean, we go to seminars and say, okay, let's teach. How do we bear fruit, Lord? How do we, you know. But no, fruit comes from loving on Jesus. So if nothing else, we will love on Jesus tonight. And we'll have fruit from it. Some sort of fruit, some kind of fruit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't have time to look all this up because I want us to wait, but I want to just give you a few things. You can write it down and look it up for yourself. Let's look up one, Psalm 25, 5. And then you're just going to have to believe me and look them up for yourself later. But Psalm 25, 5, I'm going to give you some results of waiting on the Lord. I know that we like to be rewarded. We like to know there's going to be results. God just made us that way. Psalm 25, 5. And uh, so it says in 25.5, Lead me in thy truth and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. Now I learned something a long time ago from Tommy Birchfield. You know Tommy and Rachel down at Country Camp in Columbus, Texas. I know y'all don't know, but I'm telling you. Hallelujah. But anyway, Tommy Birchfield taught me he could squeeze more out of a scripture. I'd be like, how did you get that out of that scripture? And, uh, but here's the thing that I learned from him. That lead me in thy truth and teach me for thou art the God of my salvation. And then, O thee, do I wait all the day. That it's just as right to switch that around. See, there's a colon in the middle and say it the other way. On thee do I wait all the day. And because of that, you lead me in truth and teach me. See, you can do it. And, and there's a lot of verses in Psalms and in Proverbs that the way they're written, you nearly can miss the point. But as we wait on Him, he, he, he shows us truth and He teaches us. So the first one is the result of waiting on God is to find an answer. Do you need an answer from the Lord about something? Then wait on, the, wait on Him. Wait on the Lord. Psalm 27, 14. I'm not going to read it, but I'm just going to tell you. It, it, that waiting on the Lord will strengthen you inwardly. You, you've been needing some strength. Hallelujah. About to cave in. Don't think you can hold out till, till God shows up and you have the manifestation of victory. Then wait on the Lord. Psalm 27, 14. Psalm 37, 7. Waiting on the Lord will get rid of fretting. Are you fretting over something? Or have you ever? I know I've fretted before. Waiting on the Lord will help you. It will cause you to get rid of fretting. It won't just help you. It will cause you. Psalm 37, 9. When we wait on the Lord, we receive from the Lord. Blessings specifically. Specifically, we receive earthly blessings, not just spiritual blessings. Earthly blessings come to those that wait on the Lord. I like, I like spiritual blessings, but I really like the earthly ones too. I like some of my blessings. I want some of them to be for the later, but I want some of them to be for the here and now, don't you? 
Hallelujah. Psalm 59, 9, waiting on the Lord will cause you to be protected. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here's a good one. Psalm 69, 6, get, to get rid of confusion, waiting on the Lord. You, if you get into a place of confusion, you've got to get in a place to waiting on the Lord and get out of that. You know, God's not the author of confusion type understanding. Psalm 104, 27, waiting on the Lord will bring meat. And when I looked up the word meat, it literally meant physical food. It's not, you know, spiritual blessings again. It's meat. It's physical food. Do you have a physical need? And if we ever get to the place where there's no food, that's okay. We'll just wait on the Lord. And uh, Heidi Baker, they mul he multiplies it all the time over there. And I think she said he, God makes... Uh, Cookies and juice all the time in Mozambique. Hallow. He doesn't just bring, you know, some old fish and... <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, some of you might like it just fish, but I want some cookies also and some juice. Hallelujah. And she had, they just had this big meeting. They had a thousand loaves of bread. Three thousand. They said they were just going to have a thousand people come to the meeting, but... 3,000 showed up, and everybody got a loaf of bread. They only had 1,000 loaves. They counted them. Everybody got a loaf of bread, a whole loaf. And, 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 every, and then they had so many left over, they went out into the cities roundabout and passed out bread. Hallelujah. So we'll just wait on the Lord. Hey, you don't have to work. You don't have to go and order Jim Baker's buckets. Now, I'm not against Jim Bakers, but you don't have to order those buckets. Have you ever tasted that food? I'm going to wait on the Lord, and I'm going to get cookies. Because if you I, 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 come over to my house, I got some of that food. You know, it's the same kind they put on Nutrisystem and, and, and uh, you know, that, you know, well, you know, the, and, you know, soldiers and stuff. Hallelujah. Anyway. Uh, Proverbs twenty twenty two to be delivered from trouble. Waiting on the Lord will get you delivered from trouble. You got trouble. You got a lawsuit. You got somebody after you. You got trouble. Wait on the Lord. There's a lot of people that need to know that, isn't there? A lot of people got problems. I got to looking for this. You know, I don't buy a lot from QVC, but every once in a while I watch it. Well, I had my favorite host, and I'm thinking, where did that girl go? Lisa. So I thought, you can find out anything on the internet. I didn't even know her last name. I just had, where did Lisa on QVC go? And, well, she had stalkers. And she's li living in such fear she had to quit. And she was like the number one salesman on the whole show. She sold like three million or more than that, dollars a year, probably. I think it was bigger than that. But she had a stalker. She needed to know how to wait on the Lord. Protection and be delivered from trouble. Hallelujah. Isaiah 40, 31. Uh, that's the most famous. We'll go there. That's probably the most famous wait on the Lord scripture. Isaiah 40, 31. You're familiar with this. Okay. 40, 31. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. 
They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Um, renew means grow up. They shall grow up their strength. We need to grow up, be strong Christians. They shall mount up means to ascend and climb. We're always wanting to go to a higher place. Ascend and climb. They that wait upon the Lord shall mount up. They shall run means to move quickly and dart. You want something to happen quickly in your life? Hallelujah. Well, wait on the Lord. You know, we used to sing a song. There's a song you, on, about that scripture. And I, I heard the Gaither. I, I looked it up and heard the Gaither singing on YouTube. Uh, and uh, they that wait upon the Lord. Y'all know it? You know the song? You don't? They, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And this is what I wanted you to hear. Teach me, Lord. Teach me. Lord, to wait. Now that didn't come out of the scripture. That last part didn't. But that's what we need. God teach us to wait tonight. And I'm telling you, concerning a Holy Ghost encounter, I'm not saying, Lord, we need one of those someday. No, now. God, we need it now. Holy Spirit, now. Hallelujah. Now, Holy Spirit. Say now. now. <laughs> Say now, Holy Spirit. Now, Holy Spirit. Glory now. to God. Okay. Okay, well, we're going to uh, wait on the Lord. Now, I'm going to encourage you. You can do anything you want to in this church. If you want to stand in the corner and wait on the Lord, I'd be happy about it. But I just, I, I just felt like um, we're not just supposed to sit here in these seats and wait on the Lord. I don't know, but I don't know who it was, but I saw somebody sit down over there on the floor. Okay, okay, that's her. Hallelujah. Well, and then after I kind of had one impressed that, I heard Heidi Baker say that at their ministry, they always go low. Now, if you're like, I'm not going to sit on the floor, I can tell you, because then y'all would have to call 911, the fire department have to come help me get up out of the floor. And we don't want that. That'd be too much drama. <laughs> I don't trust you men to get me up out of the floor. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And nothing bends like that anymore. Okay. At least not yet. Thank you, Jesus. But my point is, do what you're supposed to do and let's wait on the Lord. And uh, we, don't, we can have no music or we can have music. I don't know. I don't care. Let's go tough. Let's do it with no music. We're going to go the hard way. Thank you, Lord. If I can't stand it, I'll give you a sign or something. Uh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. If God wants you to come up here and say something, well, or sing it or say it or pray it or prophesy it or keep it, you know, not too long, but come on up. I felt like the Holy Spirit told me to not to worry about the past, but to look toward the future. That's good. I heard it almost as soon as I sat down and just really got quiet. Um, he just came to me, and I really wasn't even thinking 
in that term, so I really felt like it was from God. Amen. Amen. Pastor, hand me a pencil out of my purse. Or right there. Thank you. Okay. Just make a stream come, I mean a line, whatever, come up. What's your name, ma'am? My name is Sister Amy. Sister Amy, okay. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. It's such a sweet spirit in here. And for about eight months, the Lord had been putting in my heart to stop at this church. I moved down the street, 69, past the armory. And I was asking God, I seen you. I saw this white lady with this white hair. And I goes to the river a lot. I've been going to the river for over 30 years, ministering, even baptizing in the river. And when I saw the name out there, River Church, I knew there was an appointed time I supposed to come to this place. And I told Latanya, I got to go today because I've been led by the Holy Spirit. And I want to tell you today, the Lord said, those that keep their heart and mind on him, Isaiah 50, he said he'll keep you in perfect peace. And the Lord want to give you some peace tonight. Oh, good. He wants to give you some peace tonight. He wants to know, let us know that we cannot handle these things on our own. That it's going to take the Holy Spirit to lead us. It's going to take the Holy Spirit to help us. Gonna, I know y'all looking strange. Where does black woman come from? No, no we're not. Out of all people. <laughs> but I seen you in the spirit. And I wasn't surprised there was a woman here teaching tonight. And because of what God is doing and what you are designed through the Holy Spirit, this is really a move of God. Me standing here tonight and us being here tonight is really a move of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And while you were sitting there and, and, and the other lady, where are you that was sitting over on the floor? On the floor, because a lot, I used to always, when God first saved me 35 years ago, I used to always sit on the floor. I would always just get low and it's present. Because I felt like I wasn't worthy just to sit up high. And I just wanted something from God. And when we allow the Lord to use us, amen, and we're allowed to hear, the Lord said, let us hear in the spirit. We got to be able to hear him in the spirit. And when we begin to, there was confirmation, you said, to look for him, to be quiet, to seek for him, to search for him. Those are very words I said today to a sister I was ministering to. God said, we got to look for him. We got to search for him. We got to desire him more. And when we desire him, God is going to move. Amen. And God wants to move in River Church. That's right. He wants to, he wants to do some things in here. Y'all been waiting. He said, those that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew thy strength. He said, you shall mount up. I'm still like wings of an eagle. Oh, so God wants y'all to get ready, mount up. Because he got some things in here. And some people he want to use. Amen. Amen. For this season. Uh-huh. Y'all been waiting. It's the time. It's now. That's the right. Lord has, uh, has, has, uh, has sent me here. My name is Prophetess Amy William. He sent me here to tell you the time is now. You've been waiting. And God said, now the time. He's speaking to you. And God, I want to say something. He's been speaking to you, brother. You. He's been speaking to you. He's been giving you a word. I can see you up at your house at night. He gives you dreams. I've never seen you before. He gives you dreams and vision. He has really given you a vision for this place, this church here. You have a heart of God for this place where you're sitting. And God is going to allow you, man of God, to be that ear to hear 
for this woman of God. He's going to allow the vision that he's given you. It shall come to pass. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Y'all may not think that many thing, but it, I mean that last part, but it did. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's, that's, that, that's humorous. You know, they just moved here last week to be in this church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, come on up here now, whoever's next. I just saw myself throwing little, like, bag, like little burlap pods of fire to y'all. Hallelujah. And I, and I said, I said, Lord, you got to fill me up first. And uh, he said, your cup, your cup runneth over. But I'm prophetic act. I'm just, Kenny, <laughs> Melissa. Miss Annette, Barry, catch the fire. Let's catch the fire. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Catch that fire and put it in your bosom. Hallelujah. Amen. I hadn't sang this song in such a long time. And I, I don't know all of it. All I know is just what I heard. And it's trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Hallelujah. No other way to be happy. Hallelujah. I actually felt the wind of the Holy Spirit and I heard it it's like I heard it crack and come through that door and then I heard it like it was surrounding the building and I actually heard sirens oh. so, the wind of the Holy Spirit I think mine follows that because as I was praying, I saw just this beautiful blue color over the whole room and it was just an intense peace that was on everybody. Is that, is that it? I, I heard one word and that was I heard the word secrets. I believe God wants to tell us his secrets. Hallelujah. So, Pastor, you come. Y'all, I appreciate y'all flowing. It's always hard for me to get into the swimming pool every year. It's got to be 87 degrees before I'll put this body in so I don't look very good when I'm first going in because I don't like cold water and uh, that's the way this is we got to learn to acclimate 
to what he brings. He spoke into my heart and said that waiting is believing and that not waiting, now he didn't say this, but I just figured out not waiting is just, it's a head strength. Go try something. Waiting is believing. I've, I'm, I'm ready to wait on the Lord. And, uh, you know, he wants us to wait. He wants you to wait on the Lord and find your part. In a church like this, a lot of times we wait on the pastor to find our part. I'll do anything. I'll go anywhere. I'll say whatever, Lord, whatever, pastor. But really, even like Sister Amy did, just find your part and wait on the door to open. You know, don't bust down any doors. Don't. Get out of order, but when you have something from the Lord, He always makes a place for it. He always makes a place for His Word. So that's what we're doing. Uh, he did tell me it was time to fish or cut bait. You know, I really don't know what that means. I know what it means, but I don't know what, where that came from. But I do know it's, a, it's time. It always means fish or cut bait. It means to get out of stop mode, out of P, and put it in D. And so I am, I am engaged. Are y'all engaged? Amen. Amen. So even tonight, 10 minutes, 10 minutes. How we've all wasted 10 minutes in bundles. We took some ground tonight and laid a pattern down for what should be our lifestyle. He... Uh, he said, waiting is polishing the gift until it's revealed. So in the name of Jesus, I loose the gifts of God that have been latent, that have been dormant, that have been hidden. In Jesus' name, gifts of God in each one here and in those that are yet coming, be revealed, be polished by waiting, be opened up and shown forth to His glory, to the glory of the Lord. Amen. Amen. And then this is the last thing He told me, that waiting will reverse the consequences of not waiting. So instead of fretting, like uh, I think Melissa said there was a great piece, instead of fretting, uh, Debbie was talking about worry, I think, um, instead of worrying and fretting and uh, s start waiting on the consequences or, or the things that have come into your life that give you angst, start waiting and it will reverse those consequences. Amen. 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 Let's put our hand on our heart right now, just right now. Lord, we... We put our hand on our heart to pledge allegiance and to, and to show loyalty. Right now, Lord, we pledge, all individually but corporately, we have, been, we have been moved by you, Lord, for a new strategy, a plan to, to put on the victory that you have promised us, that in Jesus' name, I pledge to you to wait upon you. I put down my busy life. 
I put down wrong priorities. Are y'all are y'all praying this out individually with me? I put I put on the I put aside the needy, the screaming, the the emergency, the dramatic, the the uh, the the seemingly essential of others and myself, and I put it all aside and I say of you, Lord. I will wait upon the Lord. And you, Lord, all these benefits that Debbie showed us tonight, Lord, I receive them all for a supernatural lifestyle. From now on, Lord, my life, our life, River Church, we will put on a supernatural lifestyle because we wait upon you. And we receive it and call it done by faith in your word, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus is King. Praise God. Well, we're going to receive our midweek tithes and